This is a Retail Insider Podcast. You're listening to the interview series. Welcome to the Retail Insider Podcast. I'm your host today, Craig Patterson, and we're joined here with a special guest, Stephanie Hill. She's a retailer based in Toronto, has some history in the high-end retail in Toronto, and has also just opened a store in Palm Beach, Florida, which I'm a little bit jealous in terms of the weather and all the beauty and everything else. So welcome, Stephanie. Thank you. I'm glad to be on my first podcast ever. So here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome, welcome. No, it's really great to have you. And how we actually connected was um, I studied retail for years, particularly high end. And I wrote uh, a bit of a memorial to your mother who passed away. Catherine Hill had luxury stores, I should say, in Toronto and Montreal for a time, as well as in Palm Beach, where you're located currently. So let's talk first about your store in Toronto. I came to visit you um, in October. It would have been, I'm thinking now, before I had a minor surgery. Uh, You've got a store in Forest Hill. It's 448 Spadina Road. I think I've got the address right. 446. (laughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) It was close. And it's on the second floor. So if anyone is in the area, uh, come say hello and shop uh, at the store. It's called Stephanie's. Stephanie's. I think my Instagram, my Instagram, Stephanie's in the village. Tell me a little bit about the store and um, how long it's been there. Well, I'm actually going into my 18th year this month. Wow. I opened in December. Um, I um, had been in retail many years. I feel like, I, I mean, I literally have grown up in it. And I did not, after being in the big designers for many years, um, having started with Armani and Versace and Ferre and Crizia and Valentino and all the big designers, uh, I decided that I did not want to go that route this time. And fashion had changed in that people were wearing T-shirts from The Gap and uh, mixing with big designers and smaller unknown people. So my mandate was to um, have lines that nobody carried in Toronto and mostly not in Canada, some not in North America. And that was the fun part for me because I went to Europe before COVID uh, two or three times a year and searched out collections that weren't represented, did some private label. And I uh, did not want to be storefront either um, as I had come from over 7,000 square feet of retail for a number of years, different locations, Toronto, Palm Beach, Montreal. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I um, had a young family and I wanted to um, be a little different and uh, specialize in um, service and items that nobody else carried. And I love putting people together. I love color. I love mixing and matching. And so I started by appointment. Because I wanted to be able to pick up my kids, drop them off at school. And my youngest son was just starting grade three when I opened up. And uh, so I started by appointment because I also didn't want to get inundated by people um, uh, who had been my clients for many years at Shea Catherine. Um, I wanted to build it up. I wanted to be able to manage my time. And so the by appointment grew whenever I was there and by appointment grew into now six days a week (laughs) and um, staff and uh, uh, it gradually grew so that it was, uh, it was, it was wonderful in that sense. So I was able to manage it as much as I could. 
and um, AT and it's been in the same location. Yes, it has for that long. And I, I well, I oh. didn't want to have a. Um, I, a lots of clients of mine had been saying for years because I'd taken time off to raise a family. And um, I, uh, lots of clients were saying, you have to do something and you have to go back. And I said, well, there's so many stores in Toronto and you must be able to. So I started doing some personal shopping. Um, and then I um, had uh, special requests from clients that I had. And I used to <laughs> bring them into our home. And I had Israeli designers. I had a, a, a designer from out west. And my husband at one point said, you know, it's one thing if you know the people, but I don't want to have strangers in my house. <laughs> so you're either, you know, you, go out and do it if you want to do it. Um, so um, hence, uh, we found this place in the village and the fellow before was in the suit business and uh, he wasn't sure if he wanted to continue retail. He was manufacturing as well. And he said, I'll let you know. And this was probably in the spring, 18 years ago, and I think it was uh, August. I get a phone call from him and he says, well, I've decided I'm not going to stay. And if you'd like the place, maybe we can arrange a sublease. And I uh, said, but it's August, it's fall, I have no stock. And he said, well, September 1st, you want it or you don't want it? <laughs> so I said, okay, I'll take it. And I got on a plane. I went to Europe. <laughs> I went to the shows and started and picked up some things in Florence and collections in Milan. It was like going back home for me. I speak Italian. I reached out to people I'd known over the years. And come December, I opened up. <laughs> wow. And that's so it, it took like three months. Yes. Or less. Yes. <laughs> sort of what I did here, actually. <laughs> Same sort of time time frame. So I figured if I could do it back then, I'm going to do it now. <laughs> well, let's talk about Palm Beach. How did uh, this new store come about? Tell me a little bit about it, uh, how big it is and everything, and then uh, and then how it came about as well. Right. Well, this sort of fell into my lap. Um, I had been, I mean, I, my mother and I had a store in Palm Beach for 10 years. And at the time, we had Shea Catherine. I used to come down in November and set it up. We were only open for the season November till the end of April. And I used to come down in November and set it up and stay for the month. And then she would come down in December. And she would stay down here for the season. And I would go back and forth because at that time, we had five stores in Toronto with Shea Catherine, Versace, Valentino, Armani. So that kept me busy in the lanes. And... Um, then I would go back and forth. So um, I knew Palm Beach and years later, um, probably in the last few years, I, we have very good friends here and we used to come visit once in a while every season. Um, and I always said, you know, if I ever found a space in one of the vias, I don't want to be right on the avenue, but the vias on the avenue, I might consider doing a store here. And then COVID happened, and last winter I was open. I was closed six months pretty well, like everybody else in the business. And uh, I had a, a friend and a client who I think in June uh, had been down here, and she texted me one day, and she said, here's a space for you. <laughs> and I called up the landlord, and I said, uh, you know, 
I'm Stephanie from Toronto, and I'm looking at this sign in your window. And she says, well, actually, that space is gone, but I have another space that's available in a via. And I knew where the via was because I know Palm Beach. And she said, uh, you can take a look at that. I said, well, actually, I'm not there. I'm in Toronto, but I have a friend who might come in and take a peek. Well, within the half hour, I was FaceTiming in here <laughs> with <laughs> fellow had a gallery before here and in my friend walks and uh, I'm looking around. And I said, well, this looks good. <laughs> and from there, I called the landlord and it sort of took a bit of negotiation. And uh, at the same time, later that month, as this was all going on, I was doing a pop up at a client and friend's place in Muskoka. And this was still when things were just about to open up in the summer. And uh, it was a lot of fun. And so I'm thinking, wow, this is out of the box doing this. And everybody's in a great mood and everybody's into buying. And I, it sort of spurred me on to think, well, you know what? I'm going to do Palm Beach too. <laughs> and that's how it happened. And I only met, this is a cute little story, I only met the landlord last night because she was ah. in town. And just as I was closing, she came in to introduce herself. And I hadn't met her. It had all been over the phone. So yeah. <laughs> the choice of technology, happened. right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Incredible. It wouldn't have been possible a number of years ago or decades, but, but still that's that. I, I, I'm just blown away. And and opening during a pandemic. I mean, I know things aren't quite as bad. Uh, what are you seeing so far in terms of clients? We spoke just before here and you were saying there's lots of Canadians down in Palm Beach. There are already a lot of Canadians down here. Um, I've yeah. had since I've only opened a week ago Wednesday and um, I um, have had a, a mix of Palm Beachers who live here. I've had uh, New Yorkers, I've had Canadian clients who I know, and then also today, for example, I had a whole group of ladies who uh, were in, they looked at, my sign says Toronto Palm Beach, and they came in, and um, they said, oh, where are you in Toronto? They live in Aurora, they loved it, they said, where's your card, where are you in Toronto? My card I made up here has Palm Beach on one side and Toronto on the other. So they all took that card they bought here and they said, well, we'll see you in Toronto too. So there you go. Love it. Because <laughs> re retail can kind of make friends. Like you just, you meet people, they're all face-to-face -face retailer. <laughs> yes. It seems that way. Yeah. It's, I just, I just find that kind of magical because, you know, you have a store and you end up with friends wherever they are. They're going to come visit you in Toronto. It's so neat. <laughs> really that's excellent yeah like people are friendly there so yes yes not that oh, they're not in toronto it. i mean i've been there for so many years and it's nice oh absolutely it's nice to have the um uh different locations because it's a different feel in palm beach too i mean of course it's more resort uh, so i'm able to carry different collections here that i wouldn't carry necessarily in toronto mm. and vice versa definitely like right now the collection in palm beach will be a little not so insulated for the winter weather. <laughs> no puffer coats here. <laughs> Unless it's one of those. If you have to go up north, here's our selection for you. Yes. Uh, and it comes with a sympathy card. <laughs> Sorry you have to wear this. <laughs> do, you, um, do you have any plans for anything uh, 
uh, say any more stores and it's perfectly acceptable not to because it sounds like Palm Beach just kind of fell into place uh, unexpectedly. Yes, it did. And and I think that the two stores back and forth is, is good. Um, and uh, I know from having had many more stores that you can only be in so many places at the same time. You can't. So I've been fortunate to find somebody um, working with me here as well as in Toronto. So that helps. Excellent. Excellent. And we spoke before again where I was said, I know two other retailers that are opening stores in Palm Beach. I just find it fascinating that it's it's almost becoming, I don't want to say a Canadian place, but certainly a place where we've got Canadian retailers going, as well as Canadians that are, are living there. Uh, I joked, Retail Insider is going to have to open an office in Palm Beach. It's, it's the next place to be, right? I'll have a good excuse to come down. Well, I've had a good response so far in that I've tried to uh, um, carry um, a different look that's normally in Palm Beach. Hmm. Uh, and I've had a great reaction in that sense in that people have come in and say, what you have here, nobody else has, wow. which is what I plan to do, uh, be it from accessories or just the whole look. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot in Palm Beach of cotton dresses, like printed, like similar collections. And so I, I, um, I guess from being in retail for so many years, and through COVID, I've learned how to pivot, uh, the major word right now, <laughs> and try and capture uh, different collections and, and a different market than one would normally do pre-COVID. How about... It, for, it forced you to, as a retailer, to really... It was a wake-up call. And I guess as since I've been working since I was a kid, I pivoted very quickly in that... I said, okay, I'm going to do these suppliers who I've worked with for so many years. I'm going to cut out this, do this, add this. And so it was an automatic. And so I think I, I've grown through COVID and, and that's probably pivoted me into doing this as well as an extension of Toronto. Yeah. Now, and you said the product was a bit unique. How did you find sourcing product? And, and what I mean by the question is right now we're hearing things about you know the supply chain being of challenge. We're, we're in this pandemic. Retailers are having a challenging time finding stuff. Tell me a little bit about, have there been any challenges that you found here or have you been able to, to, to buy things and bring them back? Or tell me about the situation right now. In that sense, somehow I always find things to buy. That's great. <laughs> I never have had an issue of not finding things. Uh, that's the fun part and that's the part I enjoy. And even through having bought virtually online for three seasons now, um, which was challenging at first, but I'm now in the groove <laughs> of ordering and doing WhatsApp, Zoom calls and all of that. Um, I, um, I, I, I've actually um, been able to find I, and people have reached out to me. Um, I guess uh, through all the show links and, you know, from Europe and, and from New York and everywhere, I, I constantly, I don't think there's a week that goes by that I don't get approached by suppliers. Um, and I've also, with the suppliers that I've dealt with for so many years um, and narrowed down and focused on them during COVID, they've really worked with me. Uh, together in that I've even been able to get reorders and um, get extra when I need it. I mean, one of my key people who does cashmere for me and, and produces for Etro um, 
did a, a cashmere sweatsuit last year. Oh. I mean, I wasn't carrying that before COVID, but <laughs> I was after. Then one of my handbag lines went into slippers huh. and sent me an email. And I had and I had not bought really handbags per se because nobody was going out. But then she sent me an email with these slippers and I said, oh my gosh, I have to have those. And do you have any little bags that go with that? <laughs> so, so it's been fun in that sense, even though it's been challenging, but I haven't had a problem with getting inventory oh, I, at all. That's excellent, Nola. Because it's all from Europe also. So I'm not dealing with um, overseas in Asia um, in getting supply. It's all uh, European. And a lot of my suppliers are smaller suppliers that some of them are hand done. And so um, there's not a lot of anything, but I have diversity. Oh, excellent, excellent. Now, and this store would be opened until, would it be April of 2022 in terms of you would come back to Toronto? Or tell me a little bit about how the seasonality works. Well, no, I'm going to go back and forth. Okay. I mean, I don't have the exact schedule yet because it's new. No. <laughs> um, but my my idea is to go back and forth between Toronto and Palm Beach. And um, I, I, I'm able to open all year round if I like to, but I'm also able to um, be open for the season. Uh, so I have that option. Uh, Palm Beach has definitely become more of an all-year-round place. I mean, even when I was down here in September and October, I remember from years ago, you could roll up the sidewalk. There was nobody here. But it's changed since COVID because a lot of people have moved down. I mean, even yesterday and today, I there was a, a lady from Ohio that's moved down permanently. There was somebody else. They, they've moved down. So I think COVID pushed a lot of people to move to Florida if they were up north um, from wherever they were. Um, and it's it's changed people's travel patterns too. I mean, while I was going through setting up this place and I didn't really put the word out that I was opening yet and clients used to come in and I knew many clients used to come, would come down here for the season or did last year, I would sort of take a survey and say, so you were down in Palm Beach last year. Are you going back for the season this year? Absolutely, yes. And then the ones that hadn't gone down last year for COVID reasons or whatever other reasons, um, I said, so you didn't go to Palm Beach last year. Are you going this year? Absolutely, yes. So people's patterns have changed. And um, uh, there is definitely, um, I believe, because of being able to be outdoors here, I mean, all the restaurants have outdoor seating. People are out and about. And so it's just like at home in Toronto in the summer, there was much more movement um, because of the weather, strictly. Absolutely. Oh, well, best of luck with uh, this venture in Florida, as well as Thank you. the store in Forest Hill Village. Uh, we're going to do a little part two recording here. Uh, but uh, we're going to sign off on this recording here to make it a little more digestible for our listeners. And we're going to come back and talk with Stephanie Hill again about Shea Catherine, the retailer, and a little bit of retail history starting in the 70s and, uh, and uh, extending into the 90s. So uh, thank you so much for joining us for part one. Stephanie Hill of Stephanie's, who has a store in Toronto, now has a store in beautiful Palm Beach, Florida. And uh, it's been so wonderful speaking to you with part one of this podcast here. Thank you. My pleasure. I enjoyed it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Take care and bye for now. Bye.